It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We are in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. I told you guys yesterday, was it, ye- was it yesterday? Yeah. That I said that I am now a Julian? Yes, Julian. Julian <laughs> Libertarian. Yeah. Eric July's in a hot seat. I'm telling you. I, listen, I call it like I see it. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Hey, man. It's been a long time coming. We waited way too long to Dude, make something I, like this happen. I don't understand why it's taking so long. Neither one of us have the answer for that. I, I mean, I sit there and I'm like, hey, Eric, you, you need to come on the show. You know how it goes. It's like Jason Buttrell. Every time I'm with Jason Buttrell, I'm like, you know, you and I should like exchange each other's phone numbers. <laughs> like we can't, we talk like we're best friends, but we can't even text each other. So well, today we're going to talk about what it means to be a Julian yeah. libertarian. Yes. We're going to convert everybody. Yes. All right. Because I'm wrong on some areas. We're going to get into it. Uh the perfectionist, the puppet master, Mark, over there pushing the buttons, flying us into the nether regions of all things insanity. Of course, Super Mario, Chris Cruz in the house. Oh, my God, the world's gone crazy. Um, I want to remind you guys, what's today? Wednesday. We're going to be uh, hump day. Let's get some humpy to hump going on in here. The uh, Friday, my last tour show for I don't know how long. I don't know when I'll do another tour show. I may never do another tour show. I might do some one-offs. I'm going to do like the George Strait. Thing. You know, George Strait said, I'm retiring for touring. And then he started doing all these shows. People were like, I thought he retired. No, he retired from touring. See, that's the caveat. <laughs> so uh, I'm just tired of touring. I'm tired of touring. We're about to have the new, improved Chad Prather show, hopefully on Blaze TV. I went and met with the executives yesterday, man. <laughs> F them dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Now, I, uh, I, uh, I sat there with Gaston all day long. I sat there for an hour, and he, I heard, all I heard was blah, 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 blah. Oh my God. Awesome. <laughs> I love it, man. No, nah, I love my Blaze family. I do. It's good. Eric's a contributor with the Blaze, and uh, I keep telling him. I, I, I've been over and over. I'm like, I don't understand why you, you don't have a show here. Yeah. And, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, look, it, it, it's all got to make sense. I mean, I love right. doing the flexibility of what we do here is awesome because I guess to just randomly appear on everybody's show. Yeah. Uh, and people like, hey, I saw you on this show. I saw you on that show. And I do kind of like that. Like that setup. I make my rounds. It's a good know? deal. Yeah. And your deal, your YouTube forever has been. Uh, well, your YouTube is Young Ripper 5'9". Uh, yeah. White people watch this show. They don't know how to spell Ripper. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not ER. It is just A R I P P A. It's, it's I'm pretty sure there have been plenty of white people that have that, looked me up and yeah. have uh, stumbled oh, across like that the Ripper wrong guy. page. <laughs> Very true. Very oh, true. It's Very gonna true. be off the rails today. I'm telling you already. I done got fired. We three minutes into this show and I done been fired. I done cussed out executives. No, seriously, it was good. You know, so with me. I think I pushed back on CRTV because this used to be conservative review television. I pushed back on CRTV for like six, eight months, something like that. And then finally I was like, all right, I signed a deal with them and uh, came and, and I was in a Walmart, which I'd never go to Walmart. Phone rings, it's Gaston. I answer the phone and he says, hey, uh, big, big news. <clears throat> we just um, merged with the blaze. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> like my people are going to kill me associating yeah. with Beck. Yeah. Glenn yeah. Beck. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> no, Worked it's out been, though, right? It's been good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the same thing. It's, it's hilarious because, you know, obviously we've all built like kind of relationship with Glenn here. Yeah. And the thing I love about just not only being here, but with, with Glenn, there's never been any like, 
we obviously disagree on various topics every now and then, and never once has it been like any conversation. No. Like, has been like, hey, tone it down. Don't yeah. say that. Never once has that ever been part of it. It's like, hey, man, I, I like we, we, me and Glenn talk all the time in the hallway. You said this on this, man. I agree with that. Blah, blah, blah. We, that's, those are the conversations that we generally have. Like, it's no muzzle. And yeah. I think that's why it, it works so well. We yeah. had the blaze, and a lot of people uh, are under the moronic kind of impression that that's kind of how, how it, I guess maybe because that's how it works for other yeah. networks. But here, it's not like that. It's just like no, we're, we're, it's, it's, everybody's exactly authentic right. here. You know, People always ask me, I get the same question, what's Glenn like? I say, well, I always say he doesn't live on the same planet we do, yeah. right? He's just he's, he's a different cat. Uh, and, I, and I mean that as a, in a good way. I like the way his brain works. I don't understand it, but I like it. <laughs> and then uh, the other thing is, he's never been anything but gracious to me, mm. right? Um, I, I mean, I can't get him on my show, but whatever. <laughs> he's always said, "Why don't you ever have me on my sh- on your show?" And I'm like, "Because you won't come." <laughs> it's, it's like real simple. Yeah. Uh, but no, he's never been anything but gracious to me. But the beauty of being on the Blaze is they've never, and I've said some pretty wild stuff. You've said some pretty I've wild stuff. I've said some wild stuff for sure. Uh, they've never come at me and said, "Don't don't say things like yeah. that." Mm-hmm. Don't say things like that. Exactly. Like there was one time when I when I had one segment where I think I dropped like four f bombs, <laughs> and uh, most of our people like I get on, they, people get on to me. They're like, "Oh, you shouldn't cuss so much," you know, and rise above it and all that. And I'm like, "No," uh, <laughs> like I, like it's just some ways the only ways to express yourself. Yeah, for you know? sure. And so I, my mom gets on to me all the time. She thinks that cussing's what puts me in Facebook jail. It ain't. <laughs> no. Nah. You know? Yeah, but anyway, it. It, you know what? Let's sell something, and then I want to come back on and talk to you for a bit, because folks, folks need to know you better. Uh, what we got? We got Christmas coming up. Tack Pack is the uh, premier monthly subscription box for military tactical prepper and Second Amendment enthusiasts. Uh, you got those attacks that are on the uh, Second Amendment all the time. Uh, you got to... You got to show your support, but you got to get equipped to $49.95 a month. It's going to get you at least $100 worth of gear from different companies. 511, Sons of Liberty, Gunworks, Mission First, Tactical, Armor Spec, a whole lot more. Uh, they're going to send you those AR-15 parts for your build. Uh, they got the EDC tools, knives, gear, everything to keep you prepared for when the poop hits the fan. Holidays are right around the corner. Tack Pack makes a perfect gift. December's uh, pack is loaded with machined AR parts, tools, more, a whole lot more, and a uh, whopping value of $105. If you want to be hardcore like young Ripper 59, <laughs> get Tack Pack Plus, value $245 for the December pack. Use promo code CHAD, I spell it Chad, at checkout to receive a free extra bag of tactical goodies shipped out with your first pack. Don't wait, they're flying off the shelves. You know they sell out. Right, they sell out. So go to tackpack.com. Use promo code Chad. Tackpack.com. Promo code Chad. Be right back. Yeah. All right, we're back. Hey, I want to remind everybody. You know, we sold all those socks last week. Uh, BlazeSocks.com. Is that what it was? Yeah. We sold like 60,000 socks. It was crazy. And then I think they restocked some more. Or they're going to keep taking orders till the end of the year, I think. It was an email. So what they're going to do is they're going to sell what we have, but they will not get there until after January 15th, and then that's it. We're done. I got you. So it's a one-time, I think it was like, what, 10,000 socks or something like that? It was a lot. Yeah, I know it was a lot. But sadly now, if you order one today, if there's still any, 
You will not get it until January 15th. Okay, after well, January 15th. screw them socks. Here's what I want you to do. Just go to chadonblaze.com and buy some merch and use promo code CHAD20. Steve Dace even called me out the other day. He did. What's wrong with his people? Well, he's Nerd. a target. You're last place. Well, I mean, that's because I make a million dollars a year on my own merchandise. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe give me a bigger percentage. <laughs> Maybe cut me in on the deal, man. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter where you go to shop.blazemedia.com, buy some stuff. Cool stuff on there. Stu does have the best merch. Um, we're doing Power Hour on Friday. And then I got to go do that live show. That's what I was going to say earlier. So I got the live show in Arlington, Texas, Arlington Music Hall Friday night. And uh, it's Chad Prather and friends, and all my friends have bailed out. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, the ragamuffins will be there, but like Coffee Anderson, I tried to get him. I had Charlotte Corn, I tried to get her. Some other musicians out there that I was trying to, I was like, yo, come on, they, they doing Christmas stuff. But y'all are going to be there. So come on, watch chad.com where all the fun stuff is. And, uh, but anyway, so I have had people who've reached out to me and said, I can't believe you're going to do Stu's Power Hour. Because you don't drink, right? Yeah, I don't drink. You don't yeah. drink. Because every time we're doing News & Why together, I always got my bottle <laughs> underneath the thing, and, I, and I'll pour a little bit, and I say, and I, I offer. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can always turn it down. Uh, but the uh, anyway, they're like, I can't believe you're going to do Stu's Power Hour, and we're coming to your show. Trust me, it'll be a good show Friday night. I'm a pro. I know, I know how to control myself, all right? <laughs> See, people think that because you throw up on set every time <laughs> that, that you're not under control. I'm under control. <laughs> They said that I, that I got this. <laughs> That's a side effect, man. It's all part, it's all part of the show, people. <laughs> it's all part of the show. Man, uh, I believe, Eric, that um, I believe that my liberty extends all the way up to where it infringes on somebody else's liberty, and that's when it stops. Yes. Right? I got that freedom. That sound about right. Yeah, that's exactly, you know, the position that I hold and uh, people that value kind of the same uh, principles that I that I hold as well. I mean, that you have the liberty until, you know, obviously it infringes. Nobody has the right to infringe upon yeah. uh, someone else. Uh, in other words, violating their private property rights, be it in self-ownership or whatever it is. And it's such a simple concept. And, you know, you hear, you ask your regular individuals, most of them generally agree. I think where the disconnect happens is a lot of folks make more exceptions uh, yeah. to that rule than certainly others. And that's where we tend to uh, where, where people align themselves, uh, certainly po politically based upon just that, because usually most people uh, uh, will agree that they don't have the right to aggress upon you. But they make exceptions, uh, certainly in, in other areas, generally when it's to kind of facilitate their own personal agendas, then that, it's, it's free ball game. Yeah. We see that with like vaccines and masks and, and everything uh, else under the sun so i'm frustrated and why you came up yesterday on the show when i said i'm a julian libertarian that is a hard word to say julian libertarian julian libertarian uh is i was pretty riled up talking about you know what i'll take care of me you take care of you i'll take care of me and you don't don't mess with my stuff i don't need to call the police i don't i don't need anybody i'll, I'll handle mine yeah. right and if you don't like that you find out yeah so I'm at a point now where it's all Marxism, like even owning property in America. They, you know, Marx, Karl Marx, he didn't believe in personal property. Yes. So you're paying, even if you buy a house, I can go out and buy, pay cash for a house. I still got to pay for it. Yep. I still got to pay property taxes yep. on it. Yep. Like that doesn't make like sense. Like you're renting out your own house. So 
All taxation is theft. Yes. All of it. Yes. I was on the phone yesterday with my CPA. Trust me, it's theft. (laughs) You know, I work my ass off to make as much money as I can to have a useless organization like the IRS that does not represent me in any way, shape, or form to take half my money. It doesn't make sense. No. Um, And and I'm like, oh, we're about to get creative on on these tax returns and people are like oh you can't do that that's um, what, what's what's immoral is what they do to us exactly exactly and i would think though of the taxes property tax is the most immoral yeah it's the most criminal because it criminalizes like the fundamental concept of like what a right actually is and i think this is such an important conversation to have um, among people that value liberty and understanding that all human rights and what we deem as human rights are prop- property rights. The great, mm-hmm. funny, I have this Mises shirt uh, on the great Murray Rothbard talks about e- yeah. exactly that. When you look at definitely everything extending from the fact that every individual owns themselves, you know, and, and therefore their their own body, of course, among the most criminal are going to be the direct uh, property property taxes. And this is where a lot of people feel it. Definitely us in Texas, because we don't have like things like income tax. Well, we feel the brunt of that taxation from this area is the the property property tax. And it's bullcrap because it, it's it basically suggests that you're renting out your own house yeah. and that it is that the government actually owns it and you have to pay them to exist and live upon it. It's among the most criminal. And of course, they'll utilize or try to justify why those forms of taxation or that form of taxation to pay for all these other things. But you think about it on a general scale of things. Most of those things you either don't utilize or uh, more importantly, if those were not, let's say, controlled by the state, it, pro- it will be a lot more cheaper and a lot more efficiently ran yeah. depending on what that service is that they have uh, certainly monopolized. So I would agree wholeheartedly that property taxes are among the most criminal because it it, it basically criminalizing criminalize, excuse me, property in itself, yeah. which again, from all rights extend from. See, I keep reminding people out there and across Texas as I'm campaigning, I said property taxes are immoral. We have a moral obligation to deal with these things. We keep putting immoral people in power who yeah. control these things because because Texas doesn't have a state in uh, property tax. They have it's, it's controlled on a county level, right. right? Well, you keep putting these people on these boards that are immoral. They don't have any value of what a dollar is, uh, because again, it, it's, there's nothing backing it up. There's right. no there's no value to the dollar anymore anyway. Right. So, uh, and people keep saying, "Well, what are you going to replace it with?" And I'm like, personal responsibility would <laughs> yeah. be nice. Yeah. Like, are you telling me that you're so immoral that you can't take care of your own stuff? Exactly. The great, uh, you know, Thomas Sowell. You know, it's funny. He was talking about like the federal reserve at the time um like what you would replace it with and he was like uh, he said well uh when you uh, remove a cancer what do you replace it with yeah don't press it with anything right you know right. and and that's really speaking to how so many people have been conditioned um uh, to believe that as something exists as it does right now is the only way and only form the things that they even feel that exist legitimately or that they think that the state uh, controls or that is a necessary thing. They think that and rather they can't view a world in which that actually exists. And that's a lot of the arguments that we have, certainly as libertarians, because they're expecting people to come up with on the spot something to replace, let's say, this service that the government yeah. is, is providing. But I, that's the wrong way to look at it. Definitely yeah. when folks like ourselves, we love markets. You know what I mean? Like, right. and, and, and I think people need to understand why that's so important and why it is that we value the marketplace. And that's because <laughs> we understand that. Us as individuals, 
we don't possess the intellectual uh, capacity to try to make decisions on behalf of hundreds, thousands or millions of people. We just simply it, it, it cannot it cannot happen. Yeah. Right. Unelected bureaucrats that attempt to do that always uh, generally fail or make something cost more far more than what it what it could. What we advocate is that people that are, let's say, experts in let's say that field or, or that 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 position that they attempt to try to figure that out. And of course, we benefit out of it. Now, yeah. we accept that logic with virtually anything else. All of us here at Blaze, for example, have many different talents. You and I do music. We do all these other things. And other people just simply uh, simply can't do it. Feels a void. Some people want to be entertained, blah, blah, blah. But it's important to look at it through that lens because you should not expect someone to come up with an answer right there because what that ends up in, like kind of what we talked in the hallway, talked about in the hallway the other day, is Keynesian economics. And yeah. that is this idea that it should be centralized and these guys can create all of these. This is what a lot of the Keynesian economists do that work for the government. Create million dollar, trillion dollar plans that fund that supposedly fund themselves for 10 years. Yeah. They know they they know damn well that they can't figure that out. They have no way of knowing exactly how much that money is either going to be worth or how much they're going to spend, which is why they always overshoot or undershoot, depending on what way you look at it anyway, because they don't possess the capacity to do that. So what we advocate and what we should look through it, they don't look at it like, OK, I can't see it happening. Therefore, it can't exist. No, look at it like, yeah, you can't see it happening. But that doesn't mean someone else can't right. figure out and solve that problem. A lot of these, be it this, what is the Sure SM7B uh, microphone. Most of us in there have no idea how to create this, yet we utilize it. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a it's a service or rather a good that we utilize, that we need, that we that we find an, uh, as a necessity to do this show and many other shows. Is a, I recorded my whole first album on this on this very microphone, mm -hmm. and it worked out for me. I have no idea how to come up with it. Somebody else did that was far more knowledgeable on it. Let the market do its things, and we accept that. And a lot of other things where we tend to disagree, and where a lot of people tend to like split, is that there's certain things that the state are in control of that they can't see the marketplace, let's say, uh, uh, figuring out a solution for it. But remember, just because you can't see it doesn't yeah. mean it can't. Income taxation, uh, definitely at the national level, isn't that is a relatively new thing. That was, what, 1913. Yeah. And yet we had roads and all sorts of things here uh, exactly in America right. uh, prior to all of I that. I mean, y'all watch Little House on the Prairie? Yeah. Y'all know. They still had roads. <laughs> exactly. They got places. Exactly. You know? It's funny. Like, people come <laughs> up with these. Paul going to Mankato. He know. Yeah. He know how to go. It's like people. <laughs> <laughs> are incentivized to build these flat pay, flat uh, spaces to get to and fro, um, uh, and everybody benefits from that, be it businesses and all that, all that sorts of thing. But it's just conditioning. People are so conditioned that they feel like the government is legitimately supposed to handle these things. Yeah. Not that that um, uh, really they can't be handled outside of it. It's that they think that they're supposed to handle it, and that because the government controls it now. It's because it, it wouldn't be, uh, I guess, created or it wouldn't be conceptualized in the event that yeah. they were uh, removed from it. Well, it's like yesterday we had to come out and make posts about our own company. Like if you want to receive something by Christmas, today's the deadline to order it. Right. Because what we, the, the post office screw the post office <laughs> is going to send your deal from Arlington, Texas to Sacramento, California, to get to Little Rock, Arkansas, yep. and who knows when it's going to show up. And yep. I see this stuff every yep. day, these yep. wild routings and stuff gets lost and uh, packages. They lost 52 packages wow. of ours in, in one week a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Just lost a bag, just lost it all. And I'm like, 
we're paying this. I mean, this is what we're paying for. Yeah. And this is what we're fighting to keep. Yeah, right. and, and, and I keep reminding people that you want them to control your health care, education, on and on it goes. Green energy. Okay, so, you know, you got a perfect example. People are like, well, green energy, it don't work. Well, it could work, but the problem is when it fails, the government goes in and bails them out with your money. And rather than making them stand on their own two feet to make them more innovative and yeah. effective, yes. they continue to subsidize their failure. Uh, we don't do that. Like, I don't know how to build a rocket to Mars that looks like a penis. Uh, <laughs> apparent, apparently, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk know yeah, how. They figured out. But, right? <laughs> I, but they did it. So you incentivize the private sector. You incentivize these innovators and these people that go out there and do it. And guess what? Somebody's going to come up with it. <laughs> but the problem is, if you say, okay, we need to – this is a problem in Texas. Man, my kid, he can't play football unless he's playing in a $60 million high school stadium that rivals a Division II stadium. And, and so you pass this referendum to, to do that, and you're going to build that stadium out. Well, after three years, things paid off or whatever. They ain't going to reduce those taxes. Not at all. They've already seen what how much you'll take. So they're like, all right, let's stick it to you some more. Yep. And we just continue down this prison of taxes and insanity. And so you're right. People just don't see it. Yeah, they don't want to see it. I mean, that, that's what sucks about it all is that you can sit up there and show them. I mean, I, if you people want to go to Mises.org, and this isn't me shilling for them, it's just that there's a lot of useful information that is certainly there in a, in a libertarian space space where a lot of thinkers brilliant thinkers um have actually come up with like walter block was talking about roads walter block wrote like it's a a hundreds of pages (laughs) of of figuring out exactly that question now people like think that it doesn't exist like they i had uh, i'm not going to repeat this leftist idiot's uh name who also does a show over there there at youtube who who name dropped me one of his shows talking exactly about that who will build the roads libertarians don't have an answer and i'm like no, there's plenty of them that have the answer. Yeah. You just don't want to see it, you right? Don't see it. You don't want to see it. You, you, it's it's there, but you don't want to see it because that would absolutely shatter your yeah. your, your truth. They need that narrative to right. be true, and those that benefit from it the most are, of course, the people that are in government that want to remain in power. That's exactly right, and that's exactly what they do. Patriot Mobile. Speaking of innovators, <laughs> Patriot Mobile, uh, they stand up for what you believe in. A lot of times that can be challenging based on the people you do support out there. Uh, listen. You need to stick with the people that stick with your principles and buy from companies that believe what you believe. Uh, And listen, uh, now more than ever, we got to stick together. Patriot Mobile is a mobile phone company that's willing to stand with you in defense of liberty and religious freedom since 2012. They're the only Christian conservative wireless provider out there. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot Mobile's got plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom and constitutional rights and sanctity of life. Our veterans, first responders, uh, listen, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Chad, call 972-PATRIOT, get a free activation when you use offer code C-H-A-D, I spell it, Chad. They always got uh, the special discounts for the veterans and first responders, multi-line discounts. Support that company that loves America, loves you, loves your values. Uh, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Chad, PatriotMobile.com slash Chad, or 972-PATRIOT. Be right back. Well, folks, welcome back. And uh, 
it looks like it looks like it might be time for this old cowboy to get into the golf ball selling game. The other day, someone who had the uh, pretty funny idea to order a set of golf balls from the company Titleist, which had the slogan "Let's Go Brandon" emblazoned on them, was informed by the company via a formal email that this particular phrase goes against their standards. Now, in short, he was told that while he could personalize the purchase, the personalization was limited. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I like to be able to personalize my balls any way I choose. <laughs> This also applies to golf balls. Now, the really irritating thing about this isn't that you can't put Let's Go Brandon on your golf balls if you're ordering from Titleist. No, the irritating thing is that, once again, the hypocrisy of the left, as it exists within the big businesses these days, constantly rears its ugly head. In this case, you might say to yourself, well, Let's Go Brandon is essentially F Joe Biden, so I can understand why they might not want to put that on their product, except that you can get such fine merchandise personalization, for example, F Trump, A-C-A-B, meaning all cops are bastards, Antifa, kill cops, and even kill Trump. Now, nothing makes my blood boil quicker than being dunked in a vat of super hot oil, but a close second is being exposed to hypocritical leftist bullshit all the time. Now, if you want to have a set of standards and practices about a piece of equipment that's probably just going to end up at the bottom of a lake sooner or later, fine. But why would you not have equal standards and practices? Well, you probably know the answer to that. This is all about messaging. It's a twofold message, in fact. The first part is that Titleist is communicating its good faith approach to the religion of wokeism so that the priests and priestesses will love them and shower them with the adoration they so richly crave. But it's also a message to you and me. We're not welcome in the club that's being built for the utopian future. See, the funny thing about leftists is they're always trying to edge out the very people that they're going to need in the future. Uh, so they'll have someone to fight against and therefore not fight amongst themselves any more than usual. And also, so they'll have some uh, san sanity in their world and be able to keep it running a little bit longer before the shit hits the fan. Corporations like Titleist buying into this just shows the tendrils of power the left has been extending for years into every corner of society. And on its own, it's just irritating. But it makes me want to say that I won't buy Titleist golf balls in the future. It's no big deal. I, I get my golf balls on the black market anyway, and Titleist loses a customer it didn't even know it had. No, the problem is the bigger thing lurking behind the spot of irritation. It's that rough beast the poet Yates was talking about. It's time uh, now come. It's the irrepressible montage think of leftism that has driven every country it's been set loose upon to its knees. So make no mistake, folks, it's here, it's dangerous, and it's got an eye for people like you and me. In the meantime, is this going to make or break the world? No, it's not even going to make or break the world of golf, but it's worth noting, laughing at a little, then maybe addressing as a deeper part of a deeper problem. I mean, my balls are just stuck in the rough. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, what do you think about all this wokeism garbage? I mean, it, it's, it's just it's. What else can it touch? Yeah, like, nah, what what can everything. it touch that it hasn't touched yet? Yeah, that's a, that's what sucks. I mean, the, we thought that there were certain sectors of entertainment that were going to be like kind of the last line of defense, uh, but we saw that what they've done with comics, we saw what they've yeah. done with video games, um, and what they're doing now. It's touched everything. But this is kind of the uh, I've talked about this many times on different shows here. That was the long game that the left wanted to play. Yeah. Uh, whereas to unfortunately, you've probably dealt with this uh, being doing music, where you often get some of the guys that are generally on our side of liberty that often think what we do is trivial, right? right. It's not who cares. It's just another musician talking. And it's like, well, these guys end up becoming very influential. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what the left operated upon, which is why they went for the schools. They went for the, um, you know, those things that I mentioned It all forms of entertainment to the point yeah. to where you can't get away from it. And that's because they want people to f 
you know, they, they wanted that current and, and, and future generation. And that's where they're successful in. Yeah. And that's where I think the fight is, you know what I mean, more than anything. Um, this is why I, it feels like I have 55 different kind of careers and doing music of exactly. two, different, two different genres, doing what I'm doing right now, doing what, what I'm about to do in the comic book space um, with, with my own company, because that's to me, is how they won. Yeah. Right. And they have to be combated at that level. It's not strictly political. It's part of it, but it's not strictly po political. Brett Bart said this as well, that, you know, politics on the downstream of, yeah. of, of culture, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Cultures on you change the culture. Basically, what that's suggesting is that you change the culture, you change the politics by default. And this is why we need a lot more stuff in, the, in, in, in more of like guys like ourselves in the trenches there. We got a bunch of intellectuals. We got a bunch of people that have the best ideas can debate any and everybody on these subjects but you're seeing now that they control everything that we go to in terms of our forms of entertainment yeah. uh, and everything else and we, we got to compete with them in that regard so back when i was uh gosh in college i guess but even before that I, was, I grew up i was a marvel comics guy yeah. right and had a huge collection and uh and but i was a marvel dude and and i can remember having debates in college this is, you know, 30 years ago now. Uh, God, I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> Chris. I'm old. Shut up, Chris. Shut up, Chris. At least I went to college. It wasn't floating, wasn't floating on an inner tube trying to get over here. <laughs> Shots fired, Puerto Rico. Um, but I was having debates. I was like, do you guys not have a problem with the direction that, that comics are going and they were like, dude, it's just creativity. And I said, yeah, but the messaging is getting weird. Yeah. I was like, the, the, the messaging is getting weird. And I said, it's starting to get a European message. Now, back then, I used to say that America was 20 years. Like, like whatever Europe does, America's going to do that in 15, 20 years. Yeah. Now it's like that. Yeah. And back then, they were like, no, man, it's just, it's just, why is that a problem? Just creative. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but now we're seeing it. Yep. Now you're seeing the result. This is the result. What we, The life that we're living right now, where you can't get away from it, is the result of exactly that, of us uh, and people that were seeing that, you know, and calling it out, to be fair, and was like, this isn't this isn't right. You know what I mean? Something isn't like there's no balance. That's what Marvel and DC used to be about. It wasn't that they were just straight apolitical. It was more that there was a balance. Like you had like yeah. uh, people that were more seeming to be more favorable to to, I guess, uh, uh, what people would generally deem as like the more blue dog kind of Democrat mm -hmm. sort of stuff. But then you had like the caps of the world um, as well. And people that kind of were on the on the other side of aisle. And both of them were seeming to to exist in this overall arching uh, universe and this. Stan Lee had talked about um, a, a lot of the fact that, yeah, we have all these different guys that are of different political deals. But the reason why, you know, we, we, we don't come here to sit up here and just beat you over the head with yeah. all of that sort of stuff. That changed. That Big changed. Time. Yeah. And now definitely now you have them. That's exactly what they're doing. And it's just one sided. It's leftist authoritarianism. And they're beating you over the head over it with this, with this social justice bull crap. And again, that's because they played the long game. Yeah, it, it seemed trivial at the, at the time. And there was a there was a great time uh, back in the gap where you didn't have to worry about that sort of stuff. Yeah. You could just get media. It was just like what it is. Movies are movies. It shows a show. But we're beyond that point because they control everything and now it's of influence. I have a friend who said to me the other day, 
said, let's go see the new West Side Story. I said, I don't like, I don't like the old West Side Story. <laughs> I said, it's just not my, like, I, again, it ain't that it's a musical. I don't have a problem with that. I'm all for all types of art. I, and people that watch this show, they know I'm about good musicals. Like, I don't think you're going to enjoy that. And she said, no, I really want to go see it. And I said, do you know anything about West Side Story? No, I just want to go see it. I think it's going to be. And I said, so went in there and uh, uh, bought the tickets, sat down. We were there 25 minutes. I said, you ready to go? She said, yep. <laughs> <laughs> because, they, because they can't not pervert nope. everything. everything. It's got to be this woke garbage. Everything, everything has changed uh, for, the, for the worse, um, and it sucks because you're seeing this with different brands that have historically, ironically enough, had supporters of all different ilks, ethnic backgrounds, racial backgrounds, gender, whatever it was, it didn't matter. It was like Star Wars, for example, we see yeah. the direction that they're uh, sort of going in. Same can be said for Star Trek and, and like I said, more of yeah. a DC. And that's what sucks about it all because people are watching brands and concepts that they knew and love be ran into the absolute ground. And it, it and it's tough to watch because yeah. you look at that like, man, I got all these back issues of, of a yeah. uh, Batman and all this sort of stuff, or of Tim Drake uh, being Robin and all those are awesome. Now he's gay out of nowhere because, yeah. you know, reasons. Why and, not? Uh, John Kent's, uh, gay, oh, he's bisexual. John Kent's now uh, gay. They're trying Looks to be like gay. Looks like he's dating Megan Rappahoe. Yeah, 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 he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly who, who it looks like. John Kent is, is, is yeah. dating with the purple pink hair and everything but that's what they're doing they're trying to pervert everything and i think that's um like that's a like that's a concerted effort they're trying to do that like yeah. trying to take the he the heroes and the heroines of the world and run them in actual absolute ground because they know that they're yeah. loved and, and and embraced and a lot of them are formally formally like very masculine characters that's not a that's not an accident it's not yeah. an accident at all Let's do some more Christmas shopping. I Target Pro. Um, you gotta, you gotta get this order in pretty quick. Get it by Christmas. It's that revolutionary system that allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm and the comfort, safety, and privacy of your own home. You know, ammo's expensive. Uh, you don't have to go to the range. You don't have to make those inconvenient trips. Uh, and man, ammo's just hard to find right now. So download I Target's uh, proprietary app. You load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. It's going to help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function. Uh, it's going to come in all the major cal calibers plus two, two, three for your AR. So you can stay sharp with any firearm you own. Go to iTargetPro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. Save 10% plus get free shipping with offer code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. Smartest way for you to practice. It pays for itself in a day. Uh, the letter I, targetpro.com, iTargetPro.com. Offer code Chad. We'll be right back. Couple of couple of headlines. I'm gonna, they, they all kind of go together, and I might spend some time talking more about them tomorrow. But I want to get your perspective on this. So you got all this smash and grab stuff that's going on. Uh, they they popped into a Chicago exotic store uh, and uh, stole a million dollars, millions of dollars in merchandise. Then you had uh, watches that were stole millions against Chicago. Uh, that was a Chicago luxury car showroom. Um. The uh, then you got Minneapolis is talking about the defund the police stuff that's going on. It's nearly pre George Floyd levels. You got that Boston University story, the student newspaper that called for outright abolishing campus police to improve safety. <laughs> um, 
I know your opinion on the police. I yeah. know my opinion on the police. I know where we stand on that. <laughs> um, this uh, I said the other day. I said the other day that um, on Twitter I said, you know, here's the deal. You want to stop smashing grabs? Just shoot the thief. Simple, and, and, and of course, you know everybody on Twitter is going to call me a racist. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Who said anything about skin yeah, color? It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> you come in and steal my shit. Yeah. They're like, you value you, you, your stuff over human life. You're damn right yeah, I do. But they do too. Obviously, exactly. If they're coming to steal your stuff, they, they value that over their <laughs> exactly. own life. Exactly, over well. their own life. <laughs> you know, but that's the thing about this and the combination of like the defund the police thing, right? First of all, the... The defund the police, like as a movement, was a fraud all along. Anyway, right. I had talked about this. It was like they wanted to basically continue to steal from people to kind of reroute it to like the the, the woke police, uh, essentially. Anyway, yeah. um, but if <laughs> when you look at police or you look at how we uh, like when they're called, like they're at, at, a, at best a response agency. It's not like a cop is sitting outside of each store or anything like right. that, right? So what what we what we need to focus on is the fact that a lot of folks, be it businesses or private individuals, have been in certain pockets, like in Minneapolis. I believe Minnesota has a duty to retreat treat law, which is stupid, right? Yeah. To where basically you have to be about to get hit in the face or, or shot before you can actually react to do someone right. doing something. You have to get rid of those laws, right? And then these businesses could and would, of course, handle accordingly. You wouldn't be dealing with these problems. But these laws are are being, uh, people are strapping people, but rather tying their hands behind their back because they can't do any, any anything. We're asked to, you know, certain other pockets, you know, in Texas and, and, and Florida, we got, you know, kind of these equivalent to like stand your ground laws mm. and all of that. So, yeah, um, I can get you up out of there, right? I, I get you up out of there. You come in my house or business, <laughs> you try to steal something, I can get you up out of here. And the only reason I'm calling the police is because we can't dump your body in the in the river or nothing like that. I gotta call them to tell tell yeah. uh, get you up out of here yeah. because you got laid down. I'm gonna need a uh, uh, the uh, coroner yeah. and, a, and a body bag and, a, and an ice truck exactly because uh, they're starting to stack up around here. Exactly, you know that that would be the only reason why they would be getting called. But that would be um, how most businesses and private individuals would react. But you see the way a lot of gun laws are structured all around the country. That's what's tying people's hands behind their back. So what they're doing with this defund the police thing is that they have this institution which they propped up and said that you have to be relying upon to protect you or respond in the event that you are under some threat. Even though you can deal with it yourself, you can't do that because they've made it made it illegal. You have to depend on them, and then they want to try to uh, defund the institution that they want you dependent uh, upon. So they're really screwing over the people altogether. This is why those laws and all have to be addressed alongside. And this is why, again, that the defund the police deal was a fraud, because at no point, even when we first started hearing that term defund the police, at no point did any of these guys start talking about, hey, why don't we get rid of these sort of uh, stupid kind of gun laws, duty to retreat laws in addition to that? So people don't have to depend on the police for anything. They can handle it uh, themselves. That was never on their platform. That was never as a suggested idea. It was just woke police, essentially, is what they wanted to have. Fantastic point. Let's defund the police so we can just deal with it ourselves. Bingo. If we're going to deal, deal with it, all right, let's, if we're going to defund, this is why I said it, all right, cool. If we're going to defund them, let's defund them. Let's go ahead and get that get that out the way. But it's important that the people that you're, I guess, stealing from to pay for these police get to keep the money, 
that they have and get rid of all these nonsensical uh, gun laws that right. unfortunately prevent people from acting on their own accord like what you deal with what you get with that is what you got like within in Minneapolis and that was well I believe it was Minneapolis when this whole George Floyd uh, crap popped off where you had that all those riots broke out and you yep. had that pawn shop owner who who did what we suggest he got him up out Luda came in there but he's like no not today yeah. Luda got laid down dead and what did they come do arrest him right for getting the Luda out of there they arrested him uh, and it's because they have a duty to retreat a, a duty to retreat law so you can't defend your own property those need to be completely eliminated if we're if we're talking about defense if we're talking about curbing this whole uh smash and grab stuff that that's happening in, in certain pockets of this country you have to deal with those yeah. sorts of laws there it is there it is that's why i'm a julian libertarian <laughs> i'm a julian libertarian there you go. Ooh, we got a tiktok play it what <laughs> You may not touch my belly button. That's my body, and I don't want you to touch it that way. Yeah, you may touch your own belly button, but I do not want my belly button to be touched. Okay? Yes, I am in charge of my body, and you are in charge of your body, and right now I don't want my body to be touched on my belly button. Yeah, okay? So you, you can touch your belly button. Because that's your body, but I don't want my body to be touched right now. Yes, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Do you want your bottle? Let's make your bottle. I blame Ronald Reagan. He emptied the <laughs> asylums. He emptied the asylums. These people got together, found each other, and these crazies got together and procreated. I want to know something. If you don't want somebody touching your body, how would the baby come from? So, did, I mean, did they have to walk you? Did you have to walk them through? With t- they, don't touch my belly button. Oh, yeah, you can put your pecker right here, but don't touch my belly button. <laughs> I mean, this is insanity, what I'm talking I tell you, when I say they're driving me into the nether regions of insanity, this is what I'm talking about. You can tell your newborn baby. Don't touch me there. This is my body. And, and obviously it's just done as a signal, vir- yeah. virtue signal, which is weird because she's recording it in the first right. place. So it's like right. hey, I want to I want to make a statement and show everybody that uh, I don't know if the kid was a boy or, or whatever. And she's trying to, hey, look at me. I'm raising right. these uh, right. little, right. little boys to understand that uh, my body is not is not theirs. And I agree that your body is yours, but I'm willing to bet if we went down that chicks, I don't even have to guess her politics. I know from that of video. Of course you do. I'm willing to bet she doesn't extend that logic to anything else. Not uh, a damn thing. Not <laughs> a damn uh, thing. If you, these people own their bodies or they can t- they, like they like they don't have another right uh, to do that, it's probably in regards to vaccines as well. They kind of that that they throw that out the window 100%. completely. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Fools. You want to keep up with Eric July, and I know you do. I know you do. Find him on YouTube, Young Ripper. That's two Ps, right? Yes. Young Ripper 59. Subscribe to his channel. Check out everything that he does. Thank you for doing what you do. Uh, you're always welcome here. Let's don't let's don't let's make this a regular All thing, right, okay? Let's do it. Let's make this a regular yeah. thing. Let's don't just say it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's Eric. do it. Um, because because I'm I'm always. Uh, inspired by the insight that you bring, and I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. And it's also a good time. Do we got a review? No. Nope. Good. Well, screw it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Nobody likes this show. I'll tell you this. After meeting with the executives yesterday, if you don't start telling your friends to watch this show and liking and responding, there'll be no Chad Prather show. That's a fact, Jack. 
there will be no they're like like i felt like i felt like i was being called on a carpet yesterday <laughs> kidding it's all good blaze family loves me i mean they might love me unemployed too but they still love me <laughs> it's good mark chris love you guys eric Thank you for coming on. Hey, guys, come see me Friday night. Uh, if I can find some friends, it'll be Chad Prather and friends. Uh, Arlington, Texas at the Arlington Music Hall. Watchchad.com has the information. It's where all the fun stuff is. Pick you up a T-shirt. Also, get a subscription to Blaze. Chadonblaze.com as well. We love you. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>